1: Acting gigs. You, I mean, where are you where are you looking for the, those roles? Like,
2: because like, um, you do stay busy. Yeah, it's you look on. I mean, you look like your Facebook. There's you do the research who's hiring, and then honestly, the gig that I got this weekend that was from being at children's theater. So at children's theater, you know they're always looking for new actors, and he knows I'm a great. Like I'll talk to anybody as a inflatable toy soldier or a gingerbread man and walk around. Do some stuff, say some one-liners, make people laugh.
1: Cool, very yeah. cool. It's it's yeah. I I recognize really really early on when you started coming to open mic, just your whole disposition, your personality, and then finding out that you were teaching children's theater and you're doing children's theater. Yeah, you know, I I think I told Ariel this early on. I was like, if anybody is going to make it from Gastonia, it's this guy. <laughs> yeah. Because because of the versatility. You know, like, you not most people don't realize that you being kid friendly, there's so much money. Oh man, people pay
2: so much for their children, it's not even funny. Yep.
1: So so that's a Let's let's start right there. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to mr. Trace Casanova say hey, trace
2: What's up everybody trace
1: has a show a christmas show coming up on saturday the 23rd of december. We're very excited This is a family-friendly show bring the kids uh, I'm very excited for it. it's two days before christmas. It's a great way to kind of get into the spirits right before the holiday but uh trace is not only an actor. He's a musician. He's a singer uh, Trace has got it all man, and we love him here. He's a regular at our open mic He's performed here a few times before so uh talk about how you got started because you're you're pretty young and You know to to be that young and be that talented you had to have some sort of training right? Yeah, right
2: So I mean I picked up a guitar going into high school and that music was my first love I really wanted to get into music, but I remember you know, getting up on, like, if I ha- had a gig or I would just be playing for some people, I could feel my fingers shaking, and it's just so much. Um, so I auditioned for the musical in ninth grade at Forest View High School. I did Annie, and I was FDR, because good luck, God, I couldn't dance. They said, put that kid in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh you don't God. let them dance.
2: So, you know, I had my one-liner moments, and it was, like, a chance to get on stage and, like, be in front of people, and, like, um, I know what to say, and I know what to sing, and it's just a chance to, like, get those nerves out. Yep. And I kept doing that. That's when I got bit by the theater bug, my choreographer, uh, Kelly, one of my best friends of the whole wide world. She's my drama mama. Uh, she got me into doing other <laughs> Belmont Abbey, like she got me to doing uh, Belmont Abbey shows, and that was more experience doing theater and uh, more chances to get in front of people. Um, music was my first love, though I-, I really did that, but just doing it over and over again—that's how I got where I am. So, what happens after high school? So you're supposed to go, you know, go to college and you get a degree and everything, but I didn't want to do that <laughs> um, because I didn't like the school part of school. So I liked. I loved high school, though. I was like, I, you know, I got elected for uh, the class presidents, and I was you know, doing the announcements in the morning. I was naturally very theatrical. I was on the broadcasting team, did stuff like this, actually. And I was like, I want to do the art part. So I went to a school called AMDA, so the American Musical and Dramatic Academy, AMDA, where you, it's a conservatory. You just dance, sing, and act. That's all so you, you do. So you learned how to dance. Thank God <laughs> Learned a two step That was all I could do I don't know I've seen you move around now You're pretty good at I, it I, I got some I got some flow to me And some swagger
1: Got a regular Zach Morris here For all you old folk Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, Unfortunately Trace did not get the memo To wear a red shirt today
2: Oh shit uh, Yeah I, mean, I was And I didn't fly. get the memo To wear the rooster we shirt today to you out Red red Yeah we yeah. missed the pattern I went here. with
0: holiday Because of your holiday show
2: Blue Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk for a minute about the holiday show. Can yeah. you give people an idea of what to expect? From yes. The
2: show? So um, if you're not doing anything the night before Christmas Eve and you're home with the kid, um, we're going to have a show. And I've been getting ideas. I'm actually going to host it with my drama Mama Kelly. We're going to ham it up. Uh, we're going to host it together now. I'm thinking of having a you know, kid-friendly act one, and then we'll have a adult swim uh, act two. And she is singing some hilarious songs. I got some good ideas, especially for Act One. Um, And I also have some of my theater friends coming from out of town that they'll be in town and they'll sing a little number and I think it's gonna we're gonna have a really fun show. I'm very excited for it. It awesome. sounds
0: like a perfect show. Like because everybody's family is gonna be in town anyway, just for everybody.
2: To come right. Home. So if you know if you have the kid and you know the kids probably not gonna want to be past nine o'clock. Grandma, you know? grandpa
0: are in town all the aunts and uncles. Right.
2: And if you want to send someone on with a kid and you want to stay later, yep. we got some songs that'll be hysterical to watch as well.
1: Yeah. And what's cool is uh, Trace asked me to make this a, a, a donation show. So instead of buying a ticket at the door. Uh, which you still can, but it's going to be a donation. That way, if you're maybe you're at home with the kids that weekend and you've spent all your money
2: on Christmas, on Christmas, yep. and you
1: don't have an extra ten bucks, twenty bucks, thirty bucks, so come on down, give what you can, and and have a great time.
2: Yeah. yeah. Suggested ten price, uh, ten dollars for the price, and if you want to give five, that's great. If you want to give us a hundred dollars, we will take it. So yeah. Fucking <laughs> like a real artist. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> So, uh, so you go and you do, uh, you get some acting training and dance training and right. stuff. And where was that at?
2: This was in New York. This was like, I lived on West 70th Street. That's Upper West Side, Manhattan. It was, first two months I was there. It did not feel real. It felt like a dream. It right. really did. I came home and I was like, I just woke up. But then I went back and I was like, nope, we got to do this again. I can't believe it. Um, it was wonderful my teachers um they work in the industry and they really know what to tell you not it's not like you go to some university and like i got a degree to become a teacher to teach about art no i've been, like i feel like you can only teach it if you've been in it you know I you agree. have to yeah you have to sink your teeth into it to know what it tastes like
1: yeah i mean i i would i would not only do i agree with that i think that applies to just about every industry yeah. as well like you know it's you know. T- we love teachers, right? But, like, to really learn a trade, you need somebody that has experience in mm-hmm. the trade. It's almost
0: condescending when somebody's trying to teach you how to do something they've never actually. Done. Right. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. So you so you get the training, you finish theater school, and you're in New York, mm-hmm. and you
0: come back to yes. North
2: Carolina. She left New York to come to the booming town. We're going to do do, clean do, this place up, baby.
0: I do have a question. Do, were you in any shows in New York?
2: So I, here's what they told us to do. Um, third semester, I remember we had, like, a business class, and they said, you know, this is your chance, like, you have later classes, because in the mornings, you're gonna go and audition for shows, but you, if you get the show, like, hey, we wanna book you for Curly in Oklahoma, well, you can't say yes, because they have rehearsals day and night, so, guess where you're going to school at night, you know, you're going to school, um, you, you would, you would try out, and then if you get the part, you'd say, I'm sorry, I've already accepted another role, I can't be there. I you know money comes first. Yeah. I don't know where my next paycheck's coming to. But then that's also kind of messed up because if they're like Why do you audition if you didn't have anything? You know what I'm saying? I actually see the other side of that.
1: I see why that's beneficial because not only are you getting the real-life experience of of auditioning, Mm -hmm. but you're also getting a little taste of the business end of things and Mm -hmm. learning how to say no.
2: Absolutely.
1: I think it's actually a good skill that they taught
2: you. And it does does put
0: you on their radar. Be like, hey, I remember this one kid from this casting call. Do we still have his information? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I did do that a couple uh, times. I remember going to an audition at the Producers Club, 44th Street. I was almost late. I, was, uh, I, had to ride the, I had to ride a city bike to get there. <laughs> I was like, the subway was closed. I had to go. Um, but yeah, I did stuff like that. And I also got a live music gig at this really cool place. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's closed now. But it was a German and Italian place. And the head chef, he also played the piano and sang. Wow. Yeah, PA system and it's, And I was like, "This is a super cool place." I was like, "I love to play here." And he's like, "I'll give you a shot."
1: So you're doing like cabaret style singing. Yeah, it
2: was just me, my guitar, and just you know hanging out. My friends came and supported me. It was really nice. Uh, that's yeah.
1: So when you so when you come back here, like, was there a plan in place to kind of get a, a career going with it? Like, what? Because you, I, I assume you immediately got took that job at the theater, right?
2: Yeah. So I actually auditioned. I sent in a tape at for Children's Theatre while I was still in New York. Um, so I had that gig coming up and I booked it. And so when I come back, that was what my thing was gonna be. And plus, you know, being up in New York for two years, you're, you're gonna be out of money. So you had to come back <laughs> down here and make some money. And uh, Children's Theatre, they pay really well. And then eventually I did their season and they got to see how I was. And then I went to their summer camps. And I got to actually be a director too which was really cool which it, you know for little kids but still you know you move here and say this great job you know well, on some yeah. level
1: teaching kids has to be easier than directing adults especially when you're young
2: yeah I mean some I mean some adults still act like children so it's not too different <laughs> you know? <laughs> now now that
1: you're now that you've taken on a directing role like do you 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 want to do acting and singing first, or do you, can you see yourself at some point kind of evolving into a you know a director type?
2: I am a person who gets bored easily, so I would like to do a little bit of everything. When I get bored of acting, like yeah, I'll try directing, or maybe I'll go back to music, or maybe I'll write a song. I don't know. I, I can stand up, right? right yeah, <laughs> try that too.
1: I I gotta hats off to you, brother. Yeah. Like like so, Trace uh, a couple months back. Decided he was going to try something different. At open mic and, and started writing jokes and doing stand up. Yep. And he, he's got some clever premises. He's had a couple of good punchlines. And but for the most part, you're up there just trying to figure it out. But what? Well, what I love about mm-hmm. watching it is that since you started to this past week when you went up, yeah, like you're still like learning the the being funny part of it. But the it's like handling. Reading the room, handling the crowd, kind of flowing with the energy that's being given back to you—like you're getting all of those intangibles—even before you're getting the killer jokes. And that's that's something that takes most people ten years to develop.
2: Yeah, right. So. For the longest time I, I also work um with a company called mr music man um, i'm still working with them right now we go in the mornings to preschools and like i'll take my guitar and i'll i'll dance with them i'll we'll, we'll play we'll learn about the guitar how it works and everything um but it's that doing that and it's only 20 minutes of class i mean you're in there for maybe 20 25 minutes at most and if something doesn't work in the class because like kids will tell you how you're doing They'll oh yeah, be like, <laughs> they will.
0: They're the most <laughs> honest. Creatures. I don't get it, you know.
2: <laughs> so they're honest, and sometimes you just need that. So um, I really got with like uh, saying things, and it's like you're up there on a stage; they're all watching you, sitting on the rug, and they're waiting for something to be told to them, like make them laugh. Or that's when I started thinking, like when I kept doing that every day, I was like, I want to try this, but with grown-up humans rather yeah. than little humans. And then, um, it literally, it's like open mic. I mean, if something doesn't work, well, it'll be it'll be over in about eight minutes right. <laughs> so then you don't have to do it anymore <laughs> and push you
1: push through i mean you're i mean everything about you trace your your attitude your approach like you're a, a winner thank you. you know and thank you and i appreciate wow. that you've kind of become a part of the family here and, and you've chosen us to kind of be a place to work things out because it's been really fun to watch you grow
2: yeah um i remember when i'm coming back from new york i remember being so stoked about this place i did open mics in new york too and they weren't anything like this you know they were they were just like we have a luckily we have this one light here it'll be on while everybody else will be off And you just sit there and, you know, yeah, just holler at me when you're ready. Um, And it's kind of the same here. I mean, it's very laid back, and you can do whatever you want. But this was, like, in my hometown, and it had a stage, and there were lights. And there were people that came there every week to work on their craft. That's what I was extremely excited about. I remember going in first, and I was like, I was nervous because I was like, I just, I was so overwhelmed with this place that was in my home. I was very excited.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, you a lot of planning went into this but the what you're describing like the feeling we hear similar we get similar compliments from all types of artists about Mm -hmm. this place and it's probably just you know me being naive just you know having not been jaded from doing working in this business for years and years i had this idea and concept of the way i wanted to do things and I guess it's just so different in the way everyone else is doing it. Now, whether or not it's going to work, time will tell, but it, it did. I did want it to be artist-friendly. I, I've never enjoyed going somewhere when you walk in and there's like this intimidating energy in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's almost like, uh, like a prove it kind of, atmosphere that some places will create where i was like no like come on, come all like yeah. if you suck the room's gonna let you know you suck yeah or if you've got more to go the room's gonna show you the support and right. give you the the positive uh feedback and criticism that you need to get better you know i'm thinking of one guy right now yeah. that i know you know what i'm talking yeah. about but like in every week he's he's asking like what you like what you don't like and, and wanting that criticism and and taking that to heart, and going back and working at it, you know, that's kind of the environment I wanted to create here. You know, more like a, um, you know, like at the risk of being corny but like you know kind of like a mother hen kind of yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 i take that on because that same person i constantly like talk crap about themselves and i'm immediately like no yeah Yeah. that's <laughs>
1: something we won't do here we won't let you like be self-deprecating no. here unless you're on stage doing like humor or something yeah right we're not going to let you come off stage and, and make you feel like an asshole like
0: it's welcoming but honest
2: yeah, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: And, as, and then the other side of that coin is as an artist, you have to be willing to hear.
0: You've got to be able be willing to, to hear the that criticism. criticism yeah. and know,
1: just like with your stand-up, from day one when you started doing the stand-up, I've been giving you, like, from my perspective, like pointers that, that yeah. I think you could what use. What you noticed. Yeah. 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 And I think it's important as an artist to be open to that type of criticism. Yep. I mean, I imagine you got plenty of
2: that in school. I was just thinking about that. I was like, yeah, that's what – I mean, and some people are so new to that. Like uh, like when they come in, they're not ready to be like, okay, so you didn't stand your ground. You didn't breathe. I didn't see – you know, any of those notes, you know. Uh, that's – yeah, no, they'll let you know up there.
0: <laughs> I mean because to be honest with you because there's nothing worse than – then seeing an actor still be that actor pretending to be somebody instead of becoming
2: right you don't try you just yeah. do. there you is just no try like only, only do yeah. some of the yeah. best movies
1: <laughs> <laughs> are you i mean have you have you started to develop a style with acting like are, are do you do you gravitate towards certain types of roles? Or do you wanna go the method direction and be like a Daniel Day Lewis type?
2: I've tried that. When I was in high school, um I so I recently did Oklahoma, I was curly. Um but I've done it once before and I was the um the bad guy Judd. And uh, he's like the, the farmhand and he's like a I you know it's undertone that he's a murderer, yeah. you know, and that he's killed people, but he wants Lori. Um And I really tried to take on, I looked up method acting, because I'm not that guy. I'm not a, I'm not a... I would uh, have
1: a hard time believing you as a villain, man. Like, right. you would take yeah. lots of, like,
2: makeup and...
0: I don't know. You know I don't know. You put a top hat I don't on, know. on know. <laughs> <laughs> I a not mustache. He, <laughs> uh-huh. yes, you could definitely pull that, that yeah. Western <laughs> Over the top. Off. I'm going to tie you to the railroad track. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You Pull that off! You can definitely pull. I would say a villain from early 1900s.
2: Oh, before, yeah, 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 yeah. like go 1900s and earlier. You could
0: do that. That's oh, cool. Modern day cool. villain, no. So, well, so
1: <laughs> modern, my, day, modern day villain works at the bank. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: or a, the the uh the, like the the Ted Bundy type. He could do that. He could pull oh, off the serial. I'm yeah.
2: Suspecting right, million. the handsome, charming. Brilliant. Yeah. Genius. You're just gonna keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could be here for a minute, folks. Uh, so, I did actually, when I did Judd, I was like, okay, he's a murderer. I could do him as a serial killer. Um, now, I knew people was like, people don't see Trace as the bad guy. He's yeah. not a bad guy. So, I really took, I was like method acting. Like, how do I become this character? And I looked up uh, a technique that I learned that I still use today. Um, give maybe two words to describe your character. And whenever you say a word, you kind of feel how it makes you feel like happy. Oh, that's happy. Um, Or, or, or sunshine. I like sunshine, it makes you feel good. Uh, for Judd, I picked broken and damaged. Mm-hmm. And those two words make you feel something, make you feel broken, they feel it. So I would go into the bathroom at school and I'd turn off the lights and I'd look in the mirror right before I'd go on and I'd say broken, damaged, broken damaged until I felt like the character. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So and you that felt was, broken and damaged.
2: So I, the kids would call it, he, Trace is jutted up. Like, you don't want to talk to Trace <laughs> anymore. Because <laughs> like, I took it very seriously. That was the show I knew I wanted to do this.
0: Now, at that point, do you, how do you find yourself coming out of that character? Is it hard for you sometimes? Especially like when it's a darker character.
2: Yeah. Um. The thing is, I think it like slowly crept in through like my... Daily life, like I was like naturally kind of more sad. Like it's very, you have to be very careful with it. I don't more do sad, it more sad,
0: more negative.
2: Yeah, especially yeah. with those kind of characters. I also didn't have a great girlfriend at the time. She sucked, literally mm-hmm. the life out of me. <laughs> but so, that but
0: it also helped with the character too. Didn't
2: yeah, it? no, I, I I almost got a bloomy for it. I almost did. It. <laughs> so it was worth it. <laughs> a so you bloomy? Know,
0: you've done a lot. Uh, a
2: oh, a Bloomy, um, the, you know the Blumenthal in yeah, Charlotte? Oh, oh, I was like, okay, I think this okay, has to do okay, with the okay, Blumenthal. Okay, okay. Yeah, so in high school they have like these uh, awards and, you know, you can be nominated for uh, a Bloomy and once you win a Bloomy you go to the Jimmys and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's what that is. So we talked a lot about theater. Have you done anything film-wise? No, I want to get into film. Um, I am very, I feel very stage. And like stage is, like that's my comfort zone. I would love to do more camera work. It's it's really hard because a lot of the people, I go on backstage. It's a website for actors to look for jobs. And they want like, you know, like um, we're filming in North Carolina. Um, send your demo reel. And a demo reel is stuff you've already done on camera. Mm-hmm. So how are you supposed to start when you ain't got nothing to Dude, showcase, let's get you know a videographer
1: in here on the 23rd, man.
2: True that. Well, it's got to be like, you know, with li- like, it's supposed to see how you look on camera. Okay. So it's got to be like, you know, in a setting, like in a set style, um, um, a performance reel is stuff on stage. Yeah. That is a performance, that's the difference between a demo reel and a performance reel.
1: Do you, have you tried or do you know whether or not you have that ability to take all the -the over-the-top stuff and turn it off to do film and like TV film? Because a lot of the acting, especially now with all the different series and stuff out there, a lot of it's way more subtle. Like there's not a lot of over-the-top, unless you're, unless you're doing, you know, these silly um, sitcoms where everyone makes fun of the white man, you know, like that's the only over-the-top acting there is left, Mm -hmm. So, have you tried that at all?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've done, you know, I've made my own little skits on YouTube, just having fun with it, writing, like, little... Just little stories and acting them out. Um,
0: or even your things for your advertisements for your shows.
2: Right, the, my promos. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah, I really just like whatever catches their eye and is like, I gotta come see that guy in a chicken suit or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, you
0: know? I half expected you to show up like that today.
2: People did, but I rented that thing and that got expensive um, after a while. But,
0: but, but I'm not talking about just a chicken suit. Like Wednesday, you showed up in sheep pants.
2: Right. I'm next animal <laughs> I'm gonna show up in is like it didn't some. Didn't make pet, any like sense until Wednesday. he got up there.
1: It did. I, I, like he he kept that to close to the vest too till he got up on stage and it was like, Oh, that's why he's wearing
2: Right.
0: <laughs> it was like where's the rest costume, man? The commitment
1: <laughs> to the craft, man. I had nothing but respect for it. But but, yeah. I, but, it.
0: but I was like when I walked in I was like, Is Trace wearing he, you were like,
2: Yeah. 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 I didn't even get
0: to finish. You were like, Yeah. You yeah. kept calling
2: him Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of Narnia. Yeah, I did. At the Christmas five K I ran and they were like, That's Tumnus walking around.
0: Actually, um, next year, if, if you still have those and I you're will. still here and not taking off too far, huh I might have to work on a Krampus outfit for you. Ooh, that
2: would be cause good. Cause all I
0: need is a Santa coat, and I can work on a mask.
1: Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about writing for a minute, cause uh, yeah, you do, you you've performed some original music here. Mm-hmm. Um, are, is your writing limited to just music, or have you tried to write theater skits and stuff, or? Like what, when you when you get into that headspace and you want to write something, does it always kind of go toward I'm going to write a song?
2: Um, mostly yes. Mostly I'm very I'm. I'm a melody guy first. First, I'm like music and and and, and notes and, and instruments, I'm all that. Um, when it comes to the words, I, I take a little more time, because I want it, like, when I forever first started writing songs, it's, you know, just, I get excited, and I'm like, I, I, it was clever rather than like thinking about, it. like it was just like, uh, just random little blurts. And now I'm really taking my time to think on my words, and, and eventually I'm actually thinking about starting like a little web series of uh, uh, the trying too hard. Whoops, the try too hard, and it was like the actor. And like you'd see like a, like a, a couple versions of an actor trying too hard, because like that's the biggest note I got when I was in school is like, you're trying too hard, you're trying too hard, take a moment, take a breath, don't push, you know? Um, and then it would be like the therapist that tries too hard or something like that. And I would be writing like the words of that skit, um, but mostly music is what I go to.
1: Yeah, and he's got some great. Are you going to be performing any of your originals on the 23rd?
2: Actually, I have a brand new original. Yes, uh, it has something to do with the sheep pants. So they're not sheep pants. And they're they, are the abominable they're snowman. That's what it is. Oh, sheep and <laughs> recently, does <laughs> yeah, everybody? I get the sheep sheep dog a little bit. Um, recently, I got uh, asked at the administration building. They have a administrative building. They have savvy sounds. Sa- oh, you're going really yeah. on savvy sounds. So I've actually Boy. done an interview with them in August, and the ha- episode hasn't come out yet. That'll drop soon, but. um... They got me back to record a Christmas song. They said, okay, we have, um, you know, you can do Deck the Halls or O Come Ye Faithful. You can do any traditional song or you can make up your own. And I was like, I'm going to make up my own song. <laughs> and having these pants, I was like, taken. <laughs> I'm going to make a song about the abominable snowman. And my original thought was... I was going to be wearing these pants, and it was a story about how I acquired the pants. Everybody's like, how'd you get those pants? I'm like, okay, well, here's the story. I met a Yeti. He invited me to the cave. He's acting very nice. Uh, Psych, he traps me, and he tries to eat me. Well, I take my crossbow, and I shoot him in the throat. Now I wear him like a coat. Okay. And um, it's about coming back home, going to the dry cleaners. I got a guy who doesn't ask questions. He washes the pants. (laughs) And that was the story. And I told the guys at Savvy Sounds, I was like, can I sing my song about that? And he's like, maybe uh, E for everyone, not M for mature. And I was like, okay. So I had to rewrite it about a really nice Abominable Eddie the Yeti, you know, about he gave me some pants and it was nice. (laughs) But anyway, I recorded that. (laughs) I recorded that the other day. And I was like, so the first time they're going to see me is in these pants. he said, yeah, your episode will drop later in the year. I was like, nice. They'll, be, they'll stay tuned, that's for sure.
1: Very cool. I like what they're doing, too. over there, highlighting local artists and stuff. Yeah. You know, J- Jade and I went on there a couple months back and, and did an episode mm. with them. Uh, uh, they've had uh, a couple of artists that have performed here have, have been on Savvy Sounds. So yeah. I like what they're doing. I'd like to see more of it, honestly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like, uh, they're nice people. I like working with yeah. them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, Garrett or um, Gavin, rather, is a musician himself. So.
2: Yeah, he said he came here like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was here. Yeah. Okay. yeah,
2: and I just missed him. So yeah. hopefully, I can see him here soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, the community, baby. What's what's next, man? What you just finished Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what are you working on next? What's the next thing we're going to see you in or trying to get into?
2: Right. So I got some more Christmas gigs coming. I'm actually going to play uh, the Big Man himself. And the chair, uh, people. I'll get little kids' uh, Christmas lists. Um, that'll be in Monroe. I know. I you're a little young for Santa Claus. <laughs> no, I No,
0: I'm honestly picturing you as like the young Santa from the the animated stuff.
2: I thought so too, but I'm like if you put me in a little beard and like little rosy cheeks and a dotted nose, I'm a really cute Santa Claus. Okay. I'm super cute. You. I sent you a picture. Put that up. Put that up on there. That's, yeah, you're, okay. Yeah. I'm super. Cute. It's adorable. It looks Harry great. he is an adorable Santa Claus. I am. I'm adorable. So anyway, I'll be that this uh, not next weekend, but the next. He's and,
0: full of himself. I love
2: it. Um, He's not full of himself. He's confident, and I like it. Like,
0: I, I mean, like that—that that little extra silliness, yeah. full of himself.
2: So, I, yeah, I take myself. I take my career seriously, not myself. That's my yeah. motto. Yeah. Um, What's coming up next for me I just got the script For Pinocchio At Children's Theater Charlotte nice. And it's Not your Friendly Kid friendly Pinocchio It's Darker. not like the Disney, it's, a dark, it's like the real stories mm-hmm. They told in Italy To children To not misbehave It's like You know Maybe Pinocchio Goes off in a cart And you never see him again It's like That's why you don't Get in people's cars You know yeah. Those kind of stories And it's like real And how it is It's a really cool script The way they wrote it So the audience comes in And they sit down In the theater And then Five painters come on the stage and they're painting the set and they're like oh you aren't supposed to be here yet the show's next month we haven't finished the set yet and they're like all right, well you're not leaving so uh, you want to hear the story of Pinocchio and then they like take objects around the theater like the mop for hair he's Geppetto with the long gray hair Um, I actually play a really cool role as um, actor five the musician he plays as many instruments as possible and I actually picked up the accordion at guest and picker's $50, $50, Yeah, I re- it was a steal. You
0: brought that to uh, open mic, right?
2: Did I bring it to open
1: mic? No, he hasn't, but I wish you
2: would. I'm going to soon. Yeah,
0: no. Or did you talk about doing I, it? I, I don't know, because I remember it. having a conversation no, about I, an accordion. I would love to see that. With but you play accordion, or you just like, fuck around with it?
2: both i'm okay. trying, <laughs> trying to get to the latter but mostly the former i love
1: right. how this guy's got no limits man yeah, yeah. i like, like, exactly. like i'm gonna, like i
0: no I, I don't play it but i'm gonna try yeah, yeah
1: that, that's the part of myself i see in you is like just not being scared yeah. like you said don't try just do like yeah. you know like that's that's kind of my motto fucking do it and I went to Gas and Pickers got an accordion and now he's going to play the accordion yeah. like that's it's, I love this attitude I like,
2: really I'm really excited for it because I get to um, compose the music in the play so whenever there's like a, an intense part I get to do like a bellow shake you know I'm really excited to make that music I hope I get it. I'm going to ask for a writing credit on the playbill Yeah.
1: Will you make sure I can come
2: see that? Absolutely. I'll talk about it every week I'm here. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would
1: love to come see that.
2: Yeah, and it's not even just for kids. It's a children's theater, but I would, I would go see that show. I would tell my grandpa to go see that show. It's a really, it would be really cool. I'm excited for it. I got that coming up. Recently, I met the guitarist for Tangerine Trees. Mm -hmm. His name's uh, Scott. Scott's the drummer. Scott's the drummer, Mm. and Steve is the. I can't remember his name. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, but they were very nice men, and they saw me at Jimmy and Trisha's Barbecue that they had. Um, they had like oh, a little okay. yeah. um, setup where you pasties. can play some music. Yes, yes. And uh, I played, and they were like, hey, we want you to open for us at the Amos South End on January 12th. So I was very excited for that. Um, Wait, I've never... gonna,
1: you're going to be opening for Tangerine Trees at Amos's Yeah. on January 12th.
2: January 12th. I'll start about 7 o'clock. And then the next day, January 13th, the Children's Theater hired me. Um, I think they're going to open their show, Schoolhouse Rock. And every first Saturday they open a show, uh, they have a Super Saturday. So a Super Saturday is like people come in. Like for Narnia, they had a petting zoo outside. Hmm. And, like, they have something for the kids to do out in the lobby. They hired me because they knew I do music. Um, they wanted me to do, like, a 45-minute music set. And I was thinking, Schoolhouse Rock. Well, every time you watch a Schoolhouse Rock video, you learn something. So I'm thinking of doing a 45-minute set, history of rock and roll. Hmm. So you start Ooh. at, like, Johnny Be Good. You go down, and, you know, you let the kids jam. I'm thinking of hiring some people around that you've seen at open mic uh, to really, you know, get the energy going. And it'll be a really cool show it's a free show it's you get the free you come in and then maybe you get to see a cool musical with your kid afterwards it'll be awesome <laughs>
1: very cool yes there's, i mean there's there's so much to do now like, like there's so much going on it's it's so cool because like, this is a lot of stuff you ha- i haven't heard yet about what you got going on on the theater side of things yeah but man i'm just it's impressive man it, thank you and I'm it's very... it and i just i love that that to see a young guy from here that's really putting in the, the effort and the yeah. time and the work it's It's really cool, man. Yeah,
2: thank you. Plug in one more thing. I am recording the song, my original song, Voluptuous Lady. I wasn't
1: sure if you wanted to bring that song up or not. PG-13, PG-13, yeah. Yeah. Um, And we all know you didn't meet her at the grocery store.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can put my my face as red as your shirt's now. (laughs) I got the memo now. Now
0: he matches.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um... Anyway, <laughs> I... that you going record it for real? We're recording. I got Chris and I got Dave on the drums, Chris on guitar, and John on the bass, and we all – I, you know, I recorded um, the set we did on Wednesday, and I was like, okay, I think we did great. Here's some things I think we can fix and things we can make better. Um, They're taking it so seriously, and I'm so happy for them. I I can't – I'm trying to pay them as much as I can. It's not much, but I'm very glad – a lot of them said they'd do it for free, and I just – I had to get people from here. I knew they would do great. Um, We're recording that on December 11th, so it should be – it should be out by the end of this year.
1: And so have you – Are you going to have, like, set up a profile with, like, DistroKid or one of these services to get, like, Spotify and Apple and...
2: Yeah, i got to figure all that out. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll probably ask some questions after we're done.
1: (laughs) Cool, cool. So look for that in the coming weeks or months, Voluptuous Lady by Trace Casanova. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to talk for a minute about the Dr. Trace?
2: Oh, the Dr. Trace. Trace? We're trying to get this on the menu here at the Rooster. (laughs) Um... Uh, I'll plug, I, this is a sh- shameless. We're not sponsored, but Buffalo Trace. It's one of the greatest whiskeys. It's aged for nine years. <laughs> and the you reason. you
0: drinking because it has the same name. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true.
2: It's not true. <laughs> this is what they call me out in the woods. <laughs> I don't know
0: why I can speak to him Like the Buffalo uh, Lodge. Oh, entrance, oh the yeah, the horns. Salts.
2: That would be cool <laughs> with the pants.
0: Yeah. With the pants. <laughs>
1: We're, we're we all right? Buffalo <laughs> Trace, I want some money. Uh, got to make <laughs> <you> a-
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I, I what I do here at the Rooster is I make everything about myself, and I tell Michael, I said, "Let me get a Dr. Trace." He, first time he's like, "What?" And I was like, "A Dr. Trace, you know, Dr. Pepper, Buffalo Trace." I got my PhD. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think we're gonna make it a special yeah', Cause yeah. I, I i get i feel bad charging you so much money for
2: that. <laughs> i do it's an expensive liquor i but i it's all worth it it's all worth
0: it oh my goodness
1: it'll be a special price just for you trace hey. hidden key in the in
0: if the your room. name is trace it's yeah. a couple bucks off <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: no it's it's just it's it's so fun to fucking talk and hang out with you man and and I, I'm just—I'm so grateful that you're, you've taken the time to kind of make us part of your, you know, part of your life. And yeah. Yeah, he recently moved a little ways away, and he's still making the trek across the river to yeah. to, have come to. to be here at Open Mic because he's part of this community. Yeah. And I've—I've I've told Arrow, I've told everybody, I've even told my wife, like, when this—when this guy makes it, I'm gonna miss the shit out of him, man. I, yeah. Because I, I 100% believe you keep on that grind, your own. It's you know, some people some people are just undeniable you know when it comes to talent and drive and you know as long as long as you don't uh, get knock anybody up you'll think you'll be
2: okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wrapping it up every night Michael <laughs> I
0: mean, well, yeah, whether there's a lady there or not <laughs> right
2: rather she can have babies or not I'm wrapping it up. <laughs> And cut (laughs) Before we
1: we head out of here uh, Give everyone your handles Tell them where to find you And anything else you want to plug Plug away And uh, we'll wrap things up We'll get out of
2: here Yeah uh, Trace Casanova uh, on Facebook Trace Casanova I think 00 on Instagram If it's a handsome fella With a blue shirt on You found the right guy Um, (laughs) Yeah Yeah, this, check me out. If you out. see this, if you see this guy right here, <laughs> you'll see the right thing. Come check me out. I do stupid little funny promos, and they're silly. So yeah.
1: And if you're looking for someone to entertain your your party, or if you want or to hire him to a play birthday player, party, birthday party, bar mitzvah, quinceanera, funerals, I do funerals. <laughs> <laughs> If you're looking for some entertainment, give Trace a holler. He's so talented, and he's so fun. Uh, you know, your kids' birthday parties, whatever. Yep. Whatever. Yeah, he's, he's, he's all around one of the most talented guys we, we see here on a regular basis. So thank you for doing this. And don't forget, Saturday, December 23rd, it's a suggested $10 donation. But, uh, you know, come bring the kids. If you don't have the kids, come by yourself. Bring a date, whatever. I promise you're going to have a good time.